1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The 77 Club. The Wolves podcast for the Gold and Black Army. Hello and welcome to episode 145 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. The Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram at 77 for Club Podcast on Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. Please subscribe and tell a friend. Dan Bayliss is here. Hello, Wolves fans. And Jack Williams. All right, chaps. And Harry, I believe this is the first time that the full episode is going to be available on YouTube. Yes, so uh, don't swear, Bayliss, and we'll be fine. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, we that's just inevitable, isn't it? <laughs> um, which means if you do watch on YouTube, you'll get to see my brilliant background, which Harry is a huge, huge advocate of, aren't you, Harry? You love, you love the background. It's just weird out wrapped around your head. I don't know what's going on with yeah, it. Like your missus. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we'll start then uh, with the nil-nil draw against Aston Villa. Um, Harry, it was a pretty dour game. It, same problems, isn't it? A poor first half followed by a much better second half. Yeah, story of our season. We were a terrible first half and we're not surprised by it anymore, are we? It's the same old. They smashed the woodwork a couple of times. We were very lucky to go nil-nil, but then the cliche is game of two halves, like you just said, and we kind of probably could have won it. Sace missed an open goal from about a yard out. I think the ball ended up in small leaf after it flew out the stadium. And yeah, Cody again, our main threat, and we might have start putting him up front. But they had a good chance right at the end too. So on the on the whole run of play, I think a draw was fair. But either team probably could have won it, to be honest. But boring, if you ask me. Comes something Bayless, isn't it? When the best two chances of the game really fall to Connor Cody. And, and to be fair to him, he's not a striker. 
he's not really a defender, but his finishing just was thwarted by as good Martinez was. Oh, he hit the post, didn't he? Wasn't the keeper that saved the header? He, he hit the bottom of the post. Yeah, I think he tipped it onto the post. The keeper, yeah, he, uh, yeah exactly. and it went across goal. It was. Oh, you're not going to get any closer than that. I'd say the reactions needed to get it in. If he'd have just thrown himself at the line, he'd have stood a better chance. But it's just one of them. It's not a horror miss because you've got a millisecond to react to it. I just thought look we were, at time. Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, I just thought we were disastrously poor in the first half again. Just keeps happening. That we are gone. just so bad for 25, 30 minutes. Jack, yeah. a bit of a wake-up call, wasn't it, in the first couple of minutes of the game, really, hitting the woodwork twice, Villa, and you just think could easily have been 2-0 down. It was just really poor again, wasn't it? And I don't know what's, what's going on. I know Cody was questioned about it after the game, and... You're just thinking it's just happening too frequently now to be a coincidence. There's something just not right. There's no way that the same group of players can be so poor first half and then just come out the second half and just look a lot better. And it's kind of becoming a habit. And once you're in a habit, everyone knows it's really hard to break out of it. And I don't know whether it's partly that or partly mentality, but it's just it's just not good enough because Villa could have easily, you know, been one or one two goals out of sight at half time. We couldn't have complained really. We got the warning shot, which was a great strike from Watkins, and you know, Patricio beaten really, but luckily it just goes goes um, goes up and over. And but still, it just doesn't improve. And like the passing from passing from the defence, the passing from the midfield, just loose balls, and it was just just not good enough again. The whole standard of the first half. It seemed like Neto was the only one who actually cared. Probably the first half, it was that bad. And then second half a lot better, but can you really excuse having the two chances that we did and scoring neither of them? Probably not, really. So if we'd have lost that game, I don't think you could really complain because if you don't score with those chances, then you've just got to point your finger at yourself. But it was a weird game. I think I agree with Harry. I think a point overall was probably fair, but it's our own fault that we didn't nick it. Do you think one of the reasons may be that when you're working with a 19-man squad, which I think we can all agree isn't working and to be honest, not really an advocate of it, even at the best of times. But when you haven't got that competition for places, and and some of that is due to injuries, do you think that's why we're having such slow starts to games? Because players know they're not going to get dropped and you're almost only going to get dislodged from the side if something does happen in the second half. Maybe, because we only brought one sub on again. Was it Fabio we brought on? and Yeah. I, I don't know. It's been. I don't think you can just put it down to a small squad because it's been like that for a while. Or maybe you could, but I, I think it's tactically. But even Nuno comes out, doesn't he, and says, I'm not sure why it's happening. Well, I hope you are, Nuno, because you need to sort it out. So that's a worry for him to say that. I also just want to say, we probably should have won this game because I didn't realise. Like, they had Grealish out, obviously. They had Cash out as a starter. That Al Ghazi who scored the penalty, I think. Like, we, we should have really beat them. They're, they're struggling. They're, in re- they're probably in worse form than us going into the game. Um, yeah, it was a shocking game and it was almost like both teams just didn't want to lose for large majorities of the game, which is mad really and it didn't have really have that derby feel to it and our season's drying up slowly, isn't it? And I know they can still push on towards Europe, but yeah, it was uh, just a boring game and there weren't much to say after and it's quite hard to do a podcast now, isn't it? Because there ain't much to dissect from it apart from say Smith's an absolute sitter, really. Bayliss, where did it all go wrong? I mean... It's finishing one week. It's maybe not trying as hard the next week. We've got players in there that are certainly talented, but we mentioned it last week saying that Wolves seem to be that team full of players 
that are undroppable without actually doing anything to merit them being in there. And I think you did make the point to the group while we were watching the game, saying that Dendonka deserves to be in there, but in no way is that man a defender at the moment. No, he's definitely not a defender, is he? God, it doesn't, doesn't take a football genius to work that out. He's um, been all over the place for two games in a row. But we're filling in with what we can at the moment by the looks of things. Bolly isn't quite there. Um, we're just void of ideas. We are void of creativity. Unless Adama does something absolutely outrageous or Neto runs half the length of the pitch, you can't see where Wolves are going to open a team up. You can't see us just breaking someone down completely and destroying them. It, I think it. I said it last week. I think we're a bit thick. Hmm. I think. The, I think it's a great point. There is a cognitive issue between our with how Wolves are playing their football. There is no style or flow or technique to how Wolves are going about their business at the moment. And it. And at the end of the day, that side of football comes from the brain, not just the feet. You have to think about how you're building play, building as a creative player in oneself. You can't just go and do it. And I don't know, I haven't seen Neves ping a ball into space and we've got around the back of a team or, you know, played a nice little one-two and opened up a gap in a defence for ages. It's um, it's distressing to watch. It might just be that Jimenez is missing and that's what they all focused around, but it seems a bit of a weak excuse. One man out of The thing is, though, about this, but when, when Raul Jimenez was with us at the beginning of the season, we were still bored to tears, weren't we? Even though he was scoring a few goals and we were scoring that 1-0 wins, it was still the same. So you can't really just blame it on him and as being out. Yes, we'd probably be a bit higher up just because of his goals, because he scores goals out of nothing, doesn't he? We weren't creating much, but he scores half chances, which Fabio and William Jose can't do. So, yeah, I think it's just right this season off, isn't it? And hopefully we can improve a lot. And I think there's got to be a lot of signings coming in the summer, judging on how this season's gone. It's it's, it's mad that we're mid-table, really. Yeah, that side is doesn't look like it can turn itself into a creative footballing <laughs> team that, you know... So used to term footballing team we want to play on the break that's what Wolves have said you know did traditionally and now we're trying to play possession football I, you mm. can't see us as a possession football team it was October obviously that Raul got injured and it's now March and he's still our second highest goal scorer <laughs> with four goals <laughs> brilliant you know doesn't that I mean Harry you say you know or oh, maybe Raul would have scored a few more goals Neto and Neves on five goals each Jimenez is on four goals mm. you know it's it's they're chalk and cheese, aren't they? But the one thing I was going to say, I don't know if you saw this, Jack, and it, it's something that seems to be I'm noticing more and more every single week. Not only how much we're missing Raul, but also looking back, how much Raul didn't lose the ball. And mm. I can think to so many times over the last couple of seasons where he somehow got himself out of a situation and then managed to get that pass off. And, and he and we don't set have pieces. anybody that can do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we. You probably appreciate Raul even more when he's when he's not there, and we've had to play without him for a long period of time. I think we said this last week when talking about William Jose um, and Fabio Silva, actually to an extent, is that um, they get a lot, obviously they both had a lot of criticism since coming in, but it's because they've got big boots to fill, and they're never going to probably have the neither of them probably have the ability or the or the sort of work rate as Raul does. So it's kind of difficult because I do. I, I was watching the game the other day though. I was still felt a little bit for William Jose because it's all right saying oh you know he hasn't done does enough he hasn't scored but what what's the service Where, where's the service every time we even out of open play every time we get the ball let's say it goes down a channel and there's a there's a, a 
usually a poor cross by Traore looped into the box when there's three defenders and one striker in there. So I don't know what really he's expected to do. And that's if we even get a cross away. And if you think the two chances that we actually had against Villa, where we looked like scoring, were from set pieces and we had bodies in the box. Mm-hmm. So we put bodies in the box and we actually have a chance of scoring. But the rest of the game, it's just basically him on its own or you know, Neto running to the corner because he's broke and then looking up and there's nobody there because no one's broke as fast as him. One thing I have to say, Jack, off the back of that lumping balls into the box, the one thing we saw when we signed William Jose looking back at his best goals compilation on, on the YouTube... He scored great headed goals, like mm. absolute storming headed goals. Yeah. I haven't seen him put a head on one in the box yet. No, he he never, he's never there, there, is he? He did have that one header that he uh, should have scored. I think he was in, was it in the first game, I can't remember. But I think it's just, going back to basics now, we're not scoring goals. It's looking very hard for us to score from open play. And I don't want to go back to saying we need to do four at the back, but maybe we just need to not just play one striker. Maybe play two strikers and see what happens. Maybe Jose and Silva... If we played eight, we wouldn't score. Together. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be something got to give. And I agree, I think the midfield's been weak as well. Dendonka was just giving the ball away first half against Villa, I thought, as well. Lots of lacklustre performances and very little creative, but we can't just be relying on either getting a set piece and hoping, hoping that when we finally manage to play a short corner right, we're going to score... Or just breaking with pace and then having no options. Harry, I thought Fabio looked better. I think he, he's getting there very, very slowly. Um, obviously, you know, his age and the price tag, you've got to take it all into account. But you can see that, I mean, Bayliss is talking about footballing brains. I think he certainly does have one of those. He looks better than William Jose at the moment, the last few games. Obviously, Jose didn't even feature against City, but he's come on. I think it, I think we mentioned last week or the week before, there's a bit le- less pressure on him when he comes off the bench, isn't there? He's full of energy. He can go on, run around like a Duracell bunny and try and do stuff. But that's the thing. He's still not really doing anything in terms of like scoring. So uh, It's still way too early for Fabio I mean we always we, we we called it from the off as soon as he signed we knew the price tag and I think all Wolves fans knew really that he was going to get a lot of criticism unless he got off to an absolute flyer and scored loads of goals so we're yet to see what Fabio's properly going to be like until it's a few years down the line and I think we might see him go out on loan in the summer as well it'd be interesting I think we're going to have a talk about that later um, in terms of who will stay and who will go Let's have a man of the match if there was one, starting with Jack. Like I said, just Neto was the only one who probably looked like he cared. You know, he had that really good run, didn't he? And actually had a shot on target, which were, you know, few and few far between. Hmm. So either him or Patricio, really. Yeah, and that, yeah I'd that's agree it, with that. I think. I'd agree with that. Bayliss? Neto obviously had a decent performance on the whole. I thought Traore caused him some problems. We just can't do anything with it in the middle. I thought he actually did pretty well. I can't give him much stick for the game. First half, he disappeared, but the whole team were crap. So, there's not a lot of good performances out there to talk about, are there? Really, that's the that's half the problem. So, I'm going to go with Traore. Harry? I'm going to... I agree with... I probably would have said no originally, but I'm going to actually say Cody. Although he missed that chance. Um, he was in the box twice, had that header off the post that went across what we just mentioned and kept a clean sheet. 
and at the moment he's our only goal threat so let's give him a little shout out and say Cody <laughs> excellent right okay now if you are listening to the podcast uh, you'll be able to hear the away perspective next let's get that if you're watching on YouTube I believe the away perspective will be uploaded separately so yeah. go and watch that and we'll meet you back here the away perspective what have our opponents got to say joined in by Henry Jackson from This Is Anfield Henry last time we spoke Cloud9 Brilliant run of form. Then we lost 4-0 to your Anfield. Uh, since then, things haven't gone brilliantly for Liverpool, though. No, to, to, I think just sort of fallen to pieces, I think is the correct saying. Yeah, from sort of being top at Christmas and um, winning 7-0 at Crystal Palace, everything at that point. I think, you know, hearing some people actually giving us the title at, at that point and just the manner in which everything has gone gone wrong is... Incredible, to be fair. I mean, I think there are reasons behind it without a doubt, but I don't think anyone sort of foreseen it being like this and to lose six home games in a row is just, you know, shouldn't happen in any era, depending on even if they're relegation threatened, you know, under Roy Hodgson, that shouldn't happen. So, yeah, just a, a remarkable period where they have just completely fallen to pieces for various reasons. We're talking about eras there. I think it wasn't the last time Liverpool lost six home games they were relegated. I can't think of which yeah. season it is, but uh, I think so. If not, that it might actually have never happened. I think it might that might have been five in a row, possibly. So I think it might, this might be six times for the first time ever. So it's it's pretty bleak. And um, I guess you you put it down to injuries. I, I know obviously Van Dijk, Joe Gomez a huge losses and obviously everybody that's gone along the way since and I know Wolves fans would have been keeping an eye on people like Diogo Jota who's only just re- returned from injury as well um, how do Liverpool approach this one because I, I suppose it's difficult when you're out of form to get back into it it's a difficult one really I mean in terms of I think in terms of the season as a whole now they've got to approach the, the Champions League as, as taking precedence I mean with speaking just before they're playing Leipzig tonight. So I think a lot in terms of the Wolves game coming up, a lot's going to depend on what happens tonight. And I think if they get through, I think focus then does have to start switching to the sort of European the European games and sort of accepting now that we've got nothing to play for in the league and they almost become just sort of training exercises for, for bigger games ahead. But in terms of just tackling the whole issue, I just think... It is it's the, the toughest period of, of Klopp's reign and the toughest period I've seen for, for many years because they're just the players do look shot mentally and physically. Um and it is because of the injuries, the options aren't quite there. A few people have returned recently, but it, I think it is a case of they've just got to try and play through it and, and just there hasn't, despite the Anfield record, which is appalling, they've actually had some good away days recently, which sort of people tend to forget that they've beaten Tottenham and uh, West Ham, Sheffield United. I think they've beaten all three of them in the last month. They beat Leipzig away, even though it was in Budapest, but it was it was the away leg. Um, so it's not been terrible every single game, but there is just a confidence crisis at the moment that I think you can only get over really by just, just playing through it and having faith in yourself. But at the moment, it just, they don't look like getting through a consistent run of games without another disastrous result happening. I was talking to a Liverpool fan at work the other day because I managed to find one because um, they'd gone into hiding. I didn't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they were saying that, uh, that there seems to be this, this idea that maybe the players um, have been there and done it, you know, won the Champions League, won the Premier League and and that's them done. But 
when you compare that to maybe a Manchester United side under Ferguson and that, and that successful era that Manchester United have, where they always wanted to be better and better and better. I mean, does that fall under Klopp's activity in the transfer market? I know obviously you can't envisage injuries happening, but when you look at who Liverpool sold in the summer and then an injury crisis, do you, do you think they go hand in hand a little bit? To be, to- to be totally honest, I think, and I, it's sort of, no rival fan wants to hear it because no one likes to hear other fans making excuses for their own shortcomings. I do, there's a lot of things gone wrong, but I do think everything is ultimately down to the injuries. I think the whole narrative of the moment, at the moment of Liverpool peaking under Klopp, has he taken them too far? Has he run them into the ground? And and this sort of thing, I just, I don't think we'd be talking about this if we didn't have our three best centre-backs out for the, for the season, two of whom have been out since October. Um, we've had, you know, the, you mentioned the transfer activity, which at the time we brought in Simakas, who's barely played at left-back to be a backup to Robertson, and then Thiago and Jota, who have both missed about three months each. So sort of the, two, the, the three new signings have barely played for a big majority of the season. So immediately that's had a big impact. And then you can throw in the likes of Allison has missed up spells. Salah and uh, Trent had COVID. Henderson is out at the moment. Fabinho has been out. I think ultimately that's the, the key to all this is that I think, I don't think we'd be talking about a team dropping off. I think they'd be right up there with Man City again. Um, I'd be a lot more worried about everything that's going on if we had Van Dijk in the team, we had Gomez, we'd had Thiago in the team for four or five months and and Jota, who was obviously flying before he got uh, injured. So um, I'm not as... I, I get why other people are saying it. I totally get it. Um, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm the naive one and it's not, and everyone would be fit now and we would still be sitting seventh or eighth in the table. But um, I think I would judge Klopp a lot more if it was happening in a different scenario, especially with no fans and everything like that. It's, it's, it's a weird old season. That's everything that could have gone wrong with for Liverpool has gone wrong. It's a, a long season, is it, with injuries? Obviously, Wolves have had their problems this season. Raheem Jimenez being the main one. Uh, Daniel Pedent yeah. as well. He was better than Jota, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but when we look at this Liverpool game and we look at a starting eleven, and I know that the, the Leipzig game is, is going to play a big part in that, but what sort of eleven are you expecting from Jurgen Klopp? Um, I think... I mean, realistically, we've got a five-day break, so that shouldn't make it. And then after that, we've actually got nearly three weeks without a game because of the the FA Cup and then the international break. So I think you would see them go as full strength as possible, which at the moment, I think would mean Fabinho at centre-back again. They've missed him hugely in midfield, but I think they've got the options in midfield at the moment to, to allow him to be at the back, probably with Kabak, who's coming in and looked pretty dodgy, if I'm honest, <laughs> since since coming in. But he's he's been signed. He's, he's better than Nat Phillips. And I think if you've bought someone in, you, you play him over a, a lad who's, to be fair, given his all and actually done all right. So I'd, I, I would expect Kabak and Fabinho to be at the centre-back, Trent and Robertson, as, as usual, even though they're a long way short of their best at the moment. And then I think Wijnaldum is a certainty in midfield, um, very consistent. And Thiago, I think, is also likely. And then it would be one of um, Jones or Cater, I think. Um, Cater's come back from injury now and was probably one of the few slight bright sparks against Fulham. So he, I'd expect him to possibly play against Leipzig tonight. So I think it would be a toss-up between one of those two. And then 
Firmino's carrying a bit of a knock at the moment, so he's probably out uh, tonight. So I think you pro- and, and his form's been been woeful for probably a year now. So I think you'd be looking at maybe Salah down the middle, Mane to the right, and Jota to the left. Assuming between now and Monday, there's no more injuries. A score prediction. Um, we've been better away than we have at home and I know Wolves obviously haven't been firing like Liverpool I think I'd probably go score draw I think score draw wow what a, what a change uh, and just finally do you think you'll make the Europa League this year? <laughs> I hope we don't I'd rather I'd rather have no European football and have a, have a week between yeah. games if we can't play in the Champions League oh, that's fair that's fair well yeah. Henry thanks for joining us best of bad luck of course for Monday night Cheers, Sam. Take care. The away perspective. What have our opponents got to say? Right, okay. So, I mean, we're we're playing Liverpool in, I think, their worst ever run of form. It's certainly, I think, overall, the worst that they've been through. And I I swear I did hear a stat the other day, just mentioning the away perspective there, that the last time they lost six games at home, they got relegated. That's, That's what I heard. But I don't know if that's... Or maybe... Very, very low, low down league because I don't know if Liverpool have ever been relegated. Uh, maybe it was a false stat, fake news. Anyway, Harry, what's the starting eleven looking like for the game at Molyneux on Monday night? Monday night football. I think it'd be the same unless Bolly's fit, which I've got a bit of ice in my mouth. <laughs> unless Bolly's fit and here come back in defence because we've got three midfielders there at the moment, well natural midfielders. But yeah, as you were, um, I think the only problem we've got going into this one is actually we're playing at home. I would want it. I'd rather play them at Anfield at the moment. <laughs> how many lost? <laughs> how many they lost now? Like five. Yeah, exactly. And I watched the Fulham game, and I've, to be honest, I thought Fulham did really well. But Liverpool, Jesus Christ, they look bad. And I know they play uh, a time record, and they do play tonight. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on, and hopefully it takes it out of them a bit. But it's weird for us, isn't it? Because getting up for the game really it's just going to be so hard for the players to get motivated now I know we're playing Liverpool it'd be nice to beat them but if we win we go six points behind Liverpool which is pretty mad considering they were champions last year so yeah um, it's going to be a tough game I hope we're not the team I, I saw all the jokes going around on Twitter all the all the Wolves fans were like Liverpool in really bad form who do you get up, who do you get up to get them back on form it's Wolves which is so true isn't it they'll probably end up dicking us <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to lift everybody's spirits there. <laughs> uh, Bayliss, I mean, it, it is going to be the return to Molyneux of Diogo Jota by all accounts. And do you have faith in Dendonka keeping in quiet? That's the question, isn't it? This is absolutely written in the stars. Jota hat trick, three <laughs> or four nil, four one. It's just going to happen. It's just classic Wolves. We will we will capitulate if they get one or two in the first half, which is inevitable because we don't even turn up in the first half. We'll try and fight back, get a goal, and they'll finish us off. Eighty minutes on, so three one four one. It's just happening. We we are we're not good enough to compete. Even though Fulham went there, had to really work hard and fight and produce a result. Balls haven't got. They it. went for it, man. Balls haven't they got it in it. it. It was really refreshing to watch. It's so weird seeing yeah. a team go for it that lower down. I wish we'd do yeah. that. We haven't got the bollocks. Fl- we haven't got the bollocks to do it at the moment. Mm. Great player, um, Jack. Can you fill us with any confidence? No. Well, just thinking. Harry said then. Just what Harry said then. Fulham went and they gave a go at them. But what we'll do is we'll th- rather than looking at the form and looking at the injuries Liverpool have got or whatever. We'll just look at, oh, it's Liverpool. We'll better play five at the back and just uh, not attack first half. And hopefully we can score a goal in the second half and we'll lose 4-1 or something like that. So, I mean, no, what are the chances taken... of scoring a goal in any half? 
<laughs> well, it, they probably increase a lot with every shot you have or every chance you create. I don't think many teams go and like win 3-0 when they say, right, the game plan today is 11 behind the ball and no touches in the opponent's box, please, guys. We'll try and get a nil-nil. It's nil. difficult. Did you lot all it's, it's see hard. the scatter graph that's been doing the rounds this week on the social media platforms? Basically, a no. scatter graph, two axis, with basically the amount of goals teams create and the amount that you concede. So you can either be good and exciting, which means lots conceded, lots or shit and boring, which is obviously mm. lots conceded, well, not many scored. Wolves are just terrible. We are like, us yeah. and Sheffield United are so far down the one end compared to everybody else. It's That's mad, so isn't it? Because the, the table just doesn't read like that at the moment. No, it I doesn't. Mean, I'm, I'm and we do pick up results. That we have. But, yeah. Yeah, it, that's, it is weird, isn't it? Are we where we are? Because that stat yeah. of us going 1 0 down, how many games this year? 21. It's been like, yeah, it's yeah. like, how do we do it? It's so weird because, and obviously, us watching it as fans, we've, we haven't been entertained at all. No. So, how we've just ground out these results is weird. Really. That's a great point, Harry, actually. Can you, can you remember being yeah. entertained this season? Uh, probably the Palace game at home when Ait Norris scored in his debut. I remember thinking, oof, you know, but apart from Arsenal, Arsenal away. That's very yeah. entertaining. Um, Sheffield United, United first game of season. We, Chelsea we was need entertaining. to be really careful, though, because if we carry this shit on into next season yeah. and keep conceding. We're not going to like be as lucky as to finish halfway up the league or get points on the board early because we'd be dragged into a relegation battle. So mm. you've got to sort it out in the summer. It can't just be something that continues on. We can't just give every team a one-goal head start regardless, just out of us, our own... It's, it, well, it's, you say, to speak about it earlier, it's just in our heads. It's in our heads. Mm. Jack, I also think it's the way we defend. The amount of points we throw away very poorly. The Albion... And game, no bonus. We just waste... We, we are. Yeah, but like, how have we got 35 points? Because we have literally just sat back most of the year, apart from when we went to four at the back and conceded shitload of goals for a spell and then went back to it. Yeah, but the thing is. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Southampton away, yeah. we were great. Chelsea, fantastic. Yeah. Rui Patricio has eight clean sheets this season. Mm. So the defence is working it's at times, although we've had howlers. We have had yeah. howlers, though. We oh, have. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. It's mad, isn't it, to have that sort of record of conceding first, but then also mm. having eight clean sheets. It's just mad, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's it really is all or nothing. The... And we haven't really we've only been dicked about three times. Like West Ham, City scored four. Is there any other times? Liverpool times scored four. Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. Cody gave oh shit, it's starting to build up now. <laughs> yeah, but then but the thing is you think about and I've I've said this a few times thinking about it, since we've come up the first two seasons, how many times we get dicked? We didn't get yeah, dicked. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then suddenly this season we've been like shipping goals in a few games like West Ham away was just a joke mm-hmm. Liverpool away well Cody just gave him a goal didn't he as well um, which he probably do the same again on Monday night um, so it, it's there's something's happened there, there needs to be a complete refresh because we risk going backwards oh. rather than forwards is it time to fairly say that we have the Porto Pulis oh don't not no. well just like the Albion fans <laughs> but thing is, thing but is Harry, kind of true. Yeah. we don't concede many and we don't score many that's basically what the Pulis's game plan was for every game he played. I think in previous seasons, like we'd always been solid, so it's, been, it's quite weird to see Wolves have howlers apart from when John Rudd is in goal, who's not going to be with us next year. Apparently, that's the the news coming out. He might be leaving us at the end of the year. I will cry many tears, but no, but we we don't do many howlers really. But this season, it feels like we've done loads, doesn't it? Like that game against Brighton away when we were three one up and ended up three yeah. three, things like that. So. Yeah. It's yeah. just strange. It's been a strange season all round. Weird. Absolutely howlers. Last second away at Man United. Absolutely fine. All game. Get a result. 
oh, let one ball bounce over that, your head. That Cheers. was unfortunate, though. That was a yeah, deflection big deflection. Well. Yeah. Right. yeah, but the fact the ball we, got over their head and bounced, well and day. it's just... Yeah, but you can't be good for 89 minutes for a football game. You'll lose. I'd, I'd be really happy if we were good for 89 minutes for a football game. <laughs> Better than eight or nine minutes, isn't it? Not against these <laughs> decent teams. It's like Man City when we lost 4-1. Wolves were great for... 70, 80 minutes, but the second really first half, we second City got a thing is seven really? or eight minutes. So second City score. got a sniff. No, but we defended well and we we did our yeah. job. We did our job, but the second mm. City got a sniff, put us to bed, destroyed us. I reckon you could do a you could actually somebody you could probably do a really funny like compilation video of like the howling mistakes that we've made this season. So like you've got Coders mm. against Liverpool. Otisari giving the ball away against Man City. His, like, his miss like a, as well nice, against his uh, miss against Bryson. Brighton. There was a few howlers against West Ham as well early on the season. Matinho's penalty against Brighton. Question, Harry. I saw this on, I think it was Facebook. Someone said, why do we not just put, when we're defending a corner, put Traore on the halfway line? Why don't we do that? That's a great shout, yeah. Because if it gets cleared, you know he's onto it like Shergar, don't you? Yeah, I I, I can't answer that. Hang on, We'll have to ask Nuno. Harry is just using an analogy properly. I cannot, oh, believe has. I cannot believe a it. Racehorse, he, yeah. he is actually correctly said yes. something that makes sense and he's trying to explain yeah. it brilliant we'll shout them next week wow. as well so it's How even more appropriate 145 yeah. episodes <laughs> incredible uh, let's do a score prediction Jack 3-0 Liverpool Bayliss 4-1 Liverpool Harry 5-1 Liverpool nah I'm fed up of being optimistic I've been optimistic the last few weeks I'm going like 3-0 Liverpool yeah Liverpool. I'm of course going 2-1 Liverpool let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news 2-1 Liverpool a wolf sorry 2-1 wolf <laughs> I was going to say you, you never, never back, back. <laughs> never back hi I'm Kelly Chris Kamara you're listening to the 77 Club and it's unbelievable Jeff hello betting fans it's interesting reading and <laughs> this is really sad because we've only got one Wolves win in four results here Oh god, this is, is awful. that reflected in the odds? Yeah, yeah. Three 0 Liverpool. Jota to score the first goal. Forty to one. Get your money on. That's the one. Four one Liverpool. Mane first goal. Hundred and ten to one. <whistles> Neto to score first. Two one Wolves. Sixty six to one. That's and everybody's favourite Nelson Semedo to score first. A one all draw. Uh, five hundred to one. Three hundred and twenty-five to one. Three hundred and twenty-five to one. Malik. One day it'll happen. Uh, one. Well, it, well, it's just waiting with it. Uh, Jack has some ticket news. My God, this is huge. There is, there is ticket news, but it is virtual ticket news. Damn it! So not real tickets. And I think. A lot of people have probably seen, but Wolves are doing a buy a virtual ticket campaign for the Liverpool game on Monday night. Uh, £20 a ticket, I believe, and the proceeds go towards the Wolves Foundation. So if you want to just as a, that. Sorry, Chad, do you know, is there a, have they said anything about next season season tickets and stuff? Does anyone know what might happen? I don't even no. know where my card is. I've lost my... I've got your card. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm why I've lost it then. <laughs> I'm assuming they'll just offer us our seat again, but for a full no, price, no early birds, obviously. Oh, well, it is we've still, remember, remember, we've still got a couple of games rolled over from the last season that they owe us for, so those oh. should be taken off. So I think there was three or four home games left, wasn't there? There's also... Um, some of you have probably got credit for um, Olympia Arcos, yeah, which Arcos, never happened. Yeah. So that's put towards our next European football game, which will be in about 2048. <laughs> um, you can send, send the kids to that. 
<laughs> so yeah, just just keep an eye out because there's a few things that you have to just be careful about. But I'm sure when they do release ticket information, um, they'll take that into account. Yeah. I, I, there's been no news about whether the Premier League are letting fans in for that last game, has there? Because I, I personally, I said I don't think they should. But nah. um, whether whether Wolves will or not, because they seem keen on it, Wolves did. But it seems a bit weird to just have a few thousand in the, for the last There was game. media talk. <clears throat> complete paper talk of them pushing back the last two fixtures to make sure every team got a home game with fans. Oh, just, just, just leave it, just, just leave it and write it off, man. Yeah. I'd rather just go to a full Molyneux with 30,000 people rather than 10,000 and have to wear a mask and can't yeah. kiss you all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh. It would be good. I, I agree with Jack. First one back, August. Still nice weather. Three o'clock Let's Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best. Because the first one back, the first one it'll be like a, a, a Saturday friendly against Crew, and it'll be thirty thousand people, yeah. there, which oh, is desperate. So to have good. A match. <laughs> they should. They need to do that. If anyone from Wolves listens to this, please do a friendly. With the tickets for this game, with their virtual tickets, can you print them off still? Because I've got the idea. I can print it off at home. Go out the front door, shut the door. Realise I forgot my keys, can't get in and miss a game. But it would have given the the idea that I was going to a game. Uh, excellent. Right, let's move on to something else I want to talk about because it's sort of a, a milestone of games left, 10 games to go. So let's just go through the squad and, and I'll go through what was the last match day squad because I think everyone else is in there is probably going to be okay pretty much. I'll go through it, Harry, starting with you and then go. Well, let's go around with each player. Patricio... I'm guessing everybody is sort of on, on the side of keeping Patricio. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got a few more years left in him. Goalkeepers last longer, don't they? Because was he Much 30, longer. 33? He's one of the few players in the squad who I think nobody really has any question marks over at the uh, moment. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Samedo. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah, he'll, he's, be, he's he'll be staying, yeah. yeah. He'll be he's staying. only going to get better, and he has got better. <laughs> I just think there's a hell of a lot better in the market <laughs> if you're going to be buying players then you might as well upgrade where you can where you know they're afraid where you know they're a frailties upgrade so but do you think but do you think keep yeah. rather than sell keep we won't get the money back for him will we so. good backup option potentially to sit on the bench <laughs> <laughs> uh den donker jack you reckon? I, I i really like den donker but i prefer him playing in midfield <laughs> If yeah. One is. Yeah, yeah. Likewise. Another one is backup though. Another one is backup, I'd say, Dendonka. Yeah, but I, I like Dendonka and the results. We always tend to get better results on average when he plays, but definitely when he plays in midfield, I think, midfield, I think yeah. he should be playing with uh, Neves or Matinho and put yeah. play play a centre back at centre back. I, I think he should, it's he like... should be playing instead of Matinho. Yeah, fine. Yeah, uh, Cody. Yeah, he's like he's part of the furniture now, isn't he? You, you won't be able to really throw him out. Yeah, but we need competition. He's the sacred cow, mm. unfortunately. Safe. Keep again. Back up. Yeah, Should you can play all positions, but we need better, don't we? We need people to be ahead of like Dendonker and Sace and then be on the bench. So we've got a strong bench for them to bring on. Johnny, first name on the team sheet, isn't he? Oh yeah, it's Johnny's the man. Yeah, especially when he gets back to full fitness. Yeah. Neves. Who was that, sorry? Neves. Neves. Yeah, Neves is probably... Uh, Neves and Matinho, if someone put a gun to my head and said, throw one in the bin, I'd throw Matinho in the bin at the moment. I think Neves what, is... The, the one that's 10 years older and... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And just on form as well, though. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, the thing, about, the thing that worries you about Neves, though, is that 
you remember when like the ball used to bounce to him at the top of the box and you think he's going to score here and now mm. you just he like it's the North Bank clock doesn't we'll it? Be duck, <laughs> we'll be ducking if we was in the stands yeah. wouldn't we now yeah. that's we'll when you're shooting at the South Bank so yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> I don't think he's got better in the last two years I think he's either stagnated or got slightly worse but he should still be kept in the squad what if someone came in and offered 50 million yeah I said a bit Matinho I think I think oh. put him on the coaching staff really I, I don't like mind that. him being in the squad but I don't think he should be starting because he's no. he, mm. I, but it, no, when we like need to hold out for a game and he's got 15 yeah. minutes in his legs that's yeah bring him on mm. but it's a case of do you want to be paying him 100 grand a week to do that I feel bad that but this, I, I think he's definitely getting another season out of him th- this is but, one of the true great European midfield, centre midfielders and yeah, we have got him in the, time waits for no in man the winter of his it. career and he's slightly starting to show signs but he still shows signs of absolute brilliance as well so just, just not lately though yeah uh, um, but yeah I, I, I'm not, not saying bin him off or anything I'm quite happily keep him around but he shouldn't be our, our main starting option given his age Neto Oh, we got to try and keep him, man. I was going to be hard to that, keep that's, him. That's going to be the the main thing, isn't it? I mean, I imagine mm. some sort of big offer will come in from a top six, and I think he'll want to go as well. I think he's he's got that he's got the personality. Desire. He's adventurous. Yeah, he wants to be at the top, and I don't. If he knows Liverpool or, or City or whatever come sniffing, I think he'll. I think Nuno could say to him, "Come and have another season with us, and you play every game rather than go to Man City and play one in three yeah, but does he want to play in a team that sits back for 80 minutes well, he and then he to play. has to run around like a headless chicken? You can tell he wants to play. Yeah, but he's just chasing everything at the moment, isn't he? Going on 75-yard runs just to try and create his own chance. So. Yeah. We're thinking keep Silver. Where would you send him on loan? Would you send him on loan to a promoted Premier League side or a side that's potentially... Oh, as, I mean, ideally, it'd be good to keep him in England, wouldn't it? But I'd probably send him back to home. Hey, send him back? Game. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'd want him... I'd want him in the Premier League. Send him to Norwich. Premier League? Yes, no. Don't, don't, I was going to want him. Um, I, I don't. I don't think you'll get League go one. Surely. <laughs> I'd, I'd be shocked if we loan him out. I don't think it'll happen. I think he's going to still be sticking around the squad. He's a player that you can put on your bench, and he knows that he's not expected to be starting right now. Mm. So it's, it kind of makes sense, I think, mm. to keep. Him but around, do they only but... get better by playing, though? That's the thing. Playing the oh, under 23s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jack, that's different playing. different worlds. You can be the best player on earth in the under 23s and be nowhere near the first team. On that point, actually, just I know it's a little bit of a tangent. Do you think they should introduce something like they have in Italy, and I think they do it in Spain, or, or they always used to, where they had the B teams that competed in the league as well? Oh, no, I hate it. In the no, league, no. league structure? No. no one I always found it well. weird when... Um, what tro- what the, the cup where they let the under 23s enter, the League 1 Johnson's, and 2 cup? I hated, Johnson, that. Okay. I hated that. That didn't feel right to me. I didn't like There'd that. be nothing worse than being a fan of a club in League One and then having to go away to Man City's second ground next to the yeah. stadium with three people yeah. in it and then you're away from that's doing. All that's doing is that is helping the two clubs at the top stay at the top. Yes. Because yeah, you're out true. playing the, t- the teams in the leagues below you with your with your kids. That said, Man City yeah, do have stupid. 11 that could comfortably stay in the Premier League that don't get in their team. Oh, easy, yeah. Mm. Be a good opportunity for those lower league sides to see some decent. I'm going to say I don't want to disrespect the lower leagues, but you've done it. You, you, the chances are that you're going to see some better players, aren't you? you know, players that aren't um, contributing at the moment. Um, is Hoover ready? Would you keep Hoover? I'd probably loan him. That's the one I'd loan to the good. championship. Yeah. yeah, he's not been that good, has he? Really? I I, don't think. Yeah, I don't don't think he should 
No, I think he needs to play and not play for us at the moment. Willie Bolly, 30 years old now. Yeah, he's the man. God, God, main defender. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kilman, that's probably a big question mark over his future. I'd keep him, but it looks like he's going, doesn't it? Because he hasn't been playing lately either. I, Something's gone on I think there. he's half decent. He's a good player. But really, if we're going to recruit, then that's the sort of player that's got to go. Morgan Gibbs-White, who apparently wants a baby this he week can, on TikTok. He can <laughs> fuck He off. can go. He, he is, he's crossed the line for me with his he's TikToks and that. What's going on, man? Yeah, he's, he can go now. He's like the Jesse Lingard Awards. He needs to have a long, hard look at his life, never mind his football career. Anyway, move on for us. I think it's something I regret. <laughs> Excellent. Um, then it comes down to the pretty much the three lone players, really. Uh, Jose, Aintnori, Vitinha. I forgot Vitinha even existed. I like Vitinha. I really no, like him. I, none of them, man. They're gone. They're going, all of them, I think. Oh, they're, not, they're, they're not signing. No. William Jose yeah. can't hit the side of a Renault Spass, and the other two who not really showed it. So I'd, I'd keep Aintnori, but that's, that's it. Nah. I think I'd keep out Nori. He's got, I think there's 20 million. something there. I know I've joked before and said that he's basically Ruba Vinagre part two, but I I think he's highly rated. Did we actually sell Vinagre or was he on loan? He's on loan because he went to Olympiacos. I'd get him back and then. You'd oh, rather have Vinagre back? I think I would. I'd rather have Vinagre than Nori. He's Instead of paying 20 million, I'd rather just get Vinagre. We do know whatever Wolves do. The players that we let go of will be the best players on earth and the ones we keep will be crap. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Well, I think I think your thing is that you've just read that squad out there, Sam, and just that squad today good enough, is it? No. For, for no. If you want to get in the top seven in the Premier League, no. the depth is just non-existent and you're pinning your hopes on a, a 34, 35-year-old centre midfield and playing a, a, a defence full of three midfielders. And I've, and I've saved... Did you mention Adama there, I was, was going to say, I've saved till last the one that looks most likely to come in for some bids, which is Adama Traore. Lots of people saying they'd rip your hand off 30 million. 30 million? Are you joking? Way more than that. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> the thing is, though, 30 million, it does sound low, but he hasn't scored and assisted, has he, lately? He changed his so game, would sorry. Would we get any more? He complete, he's got, yeah, he's got the most successful matter. dribbles in the whole matter. of European football. How can you change a game without getting an assist or a goal if you're an attacking midfielder. Because we've we, said we lack we, yeah. so much creativity. He's the only person that looks like what cre- opening what, a game what's, he, what's 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 we creating? He's put mm. multiple balls into the box. He's gone... He's Yeah, but he's gone back to the way he was like the year before when we first had him. When he had that good run with Raul, I think that was more Raul than him. He just aimlessly hit balls in the box, I think. Raul's just read them well because Jose can't get near any of his crosses. He don't look up, does he? He just, <laughs> no, just hits true. them in and hopes for the best. But you have got to have yeah. a good striker. I'd, yeah, I'd I suppose. Keep him. But I would do everything we could to see him. If you think he's worth the same money as Semedo, you're all fucking mad. And I want to keep him. I, I do want to keep him, but I if we'd have if we'd have sold him uh, like the beginning of this season, we'd have got like sixty million for him. The form he was in oh, at the so. end of last year. So I've, I, no, I don't think. I, I mean, I think he wants to go as well because he oh, had yeah. signed a new contract or anything, has he? So I think he when's his be, contract run out? Okay. Like, he's got two years left, but the Wolves always like, give him like a new five year, don't they? And he's the only one who hasn't like updated his. And he's he's his, his agent as well. He's said some things, hasn't he? So I think he's gone. Finally, 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 John Ruddy. I know we mentioned that before. <laughs> He's on his way, isn't he? I'd throw him a party, but he'd probably drop it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we will say goodbye this week to Harry Mansell. Goodbye, everyone. Dan Bayliss. Goodbye, Wolves fans. And Jack Williams. Ta-ra.
And it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.